0: Hello, welcome to the High Hops Podcast of your host, Brandy Y, with me as always. <laughs> beer shop guru.
1: <clears throat>
0: Phoebe Ward. Hello. We're back again for a slightly different episode this week. This isn't really for craft beer drinkers or beer drinkers. This is for the friends.
1: Friends and fam.
0: So if you have had bad experience with your friends buying you beer <laughs> and you want to subtly suggest to them how they can do it better maybe play it after what i just said there and then play the rest of this episode to them <laughs> and you can low-key hopefully get better beers this christmas yeah this episode we're titling a guide to buying craft beer for non craft beer drinkers mm. now phoebe what are your experiences as someone who works in a beer shop? I guess you've only had one Christmas so far. This would be your, this would have yeah, been your second Christmas, this but is, this is a bit different this year. It's for you. a bit
1: different this year, but I still get the the same questions Of and, course. yeah.
0: So we we're, we're going to go over that. So what, what what is kind of your Well actually, we'll we'll hell on that as we go through. So yeah, yeah join us as we basically this week go into how to buy craft beer. For your friends who like craft beer, but you know nothing about craft beer. Right, so my first question is, I can buy craft beer at supermarkets, right? Like, you know, the last year, as bad as everything's been, I can walk into a supermarket and I can buy Northern Monk. I can buy North Brew. I can buy Siren. I'm trying to think of any of the others. Um, there's, there's a lot now, Mm -hmm. a lot of variety of craft beer, beers in supermarkets from breweries that you can also find in beer shops. Why is that? Why, why, why would you advise people not to do that?
1: Well, I mean, you know, do what you want, but <laughs> um, I would advise that you uh, go to the Bottle Rooms independent shops um, because obviously you're supporting independent small businesses and you're not, it, there's not like distributors and all sorts kind of in the middle. It's benefiting the shop owners and the breweries a lot more if you're getting them from the actual independent bottle shops um, also in supermarkets they're not necessarily kept in the best condition mm-hmm. um, they might not taste as good as they could mm-hmm. um, usually they're just on sh- shelves uh, under massive supermarket lighting which even though if they're in cans is the
0: is you know. the quality of the beer any different though because for a lot of people they might go yeah but I'll just buy a can that's three quid I don't really care about it's how it got there three quid for like a nine percent stout is there much difference between that stout and the one that you can find at a beer shop?
1: So, they're more, more than likely have had the ones in the supermarkets. Mm-hmm. You know, they're mass-produced, there's loads of them. So, and they may have started in independent bottle shops and then made their way to supermarkets. But, uh, more than likely, your small independent bottle shops have stopped stocking those beers because... You know they're kind of being ripped off, essentially. But they will have in that brewery's, you know, specials. So better, not better versions, but like a spin on a spin on the uh, the core range that might be in the supermarket. Mm. So it might actually be something they they haven't had, yeah. and it's it's Christmas. It's a gift. It's special. It's I,
0: different. I think as well, the stuff you find in the supermarket aren't what's their core range, which used to be in a bottle shop and moved over there. The more interesting stuff they're producing, the breweries will be producing, will be going to bottle shops. You yeah. won't find the interesting stuff. It'll be the easy sellers yeah. that will be in the supermarket. Yeah, that you know they go. It's well balanced, but it's not interesting. Yeah. Um. Okay. So number two is, what can I expect when I go into a beer shop as someone who doesn't know a beer shop or a tap room? You walk in. There's a bunch of fridges, shelves there's signs that say like pale ddh speaking of which we have done an episode about the difference between east coast and west coast which you might also get asked so it's worth listening to that episode Mm -hmm. but there's all these there's all these there's shelves and beers that i don't understand what can i expect when i walk into a bottle shop as someone who doesn't know anything about beer are they going to yell at me
1: no. <laughs> um, so, obviously, it's a bit different now. Nowadays, mm. uh, there might be different procedures in place. But um, me and you have both been newbies. We've walked into our vessel. Yeah. And been, like, completely overwhelmed and confused. Yeah. Um,
0: I spent I spent the first year buying beers purely on their name. Well, or yeah. Or the can design. And I still kind of do.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Loads yeah. of people do that. Um, especially if it's a gift. Mm. Um, so... I mean, yes, there's maybe a lot in front of you. Uh a lot some places uh vessel have done it and also um indie beer uh will have signs saying the styles like you say so pale mm-hmm. and hoppy which is helpful if you know yeah kind of what style you're going for. Otherwise, at the moment there might be one or two members of staff. Yeah. They are more than happy to answer any question or
0: they, from what I'm just just as a kind of um someone who has traveled around a bit and gone to different places they should be more than happy to help you yeah absolutely if you go into not to like brag on any specific place but if you go into a place and you do feel that they are being snobby there's no reason for that whatsoever like this 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 community only grows by people that work in shops that are uh, happy to help and happy to explain to people that don't understand yeah and if you walk into somewhere and you feel that you are being spoken down to, you know, don't you know? Don't be put off because not everyone, not every beer shop or no. person that works in a tap room should be like that. Yeah,
1: they're doing it wrong.
0: They should be welcoming. But anyway, sorry.
1: Yes. Um, no question is a stupid question.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I get asked everything and anything, so.
0: Yeah, just don't ask Phoebe when they're going to have BrewDong on tap next.
1: Yeah, I didn't react very
0: well to that No. One. Uh, you
1: know. Once you're in it, once you're in the scene, sometimes you slip up.
0: Yeah, but, but typically they'll um, they'll have beers divided into sections, which is why they have all the fridges and shelves and the signs. Um, so you'll easily be able to kind of go over to one section, and all all of the beer in that style will be there, which is why you'll see many uh, different breweries kind mm. of in one area together. Um, yeah, so uh, that goes into the next thing, which is how do I, how do I then find out what style my friend likes? You know, they do they drink. Is it is it a dark beer that they're drinking? Is it a hazy beer? Is it pale? Can you see through it? Mm. Or is it a lager? Or is it like? Does it almost look like Ribena? <laughs> what? What? How? How do you? How? What are all yeah. these styles Phoebe, And how do you kind of determine what your friend might like?
1: I mean, you can ask.
0: Mm.
1: You can just ask oh, yeah. your friend. But if and I'm you sure your friend
0: it, has probably told you what kind of beer they're drinking.
1: Probably. You may not have listened the first time round, but I'm sure. Second, thought, third, fourth, yeah. fifth. 10th. But if if you kind of, you've forgotten what they've said.
0: Sorry, I have a beer advent calendar and Fig is currently thinking that it's some sort of...
1: Uh... Our cat is basically opening the doors.
0: Fig, leave my ever gather alone.
1: That's so funny. If you kind of wanted it to be more of like a surprise, mm. I guess. Um...
0: Ask their partner.
1: Yeah, that's always good. Or a friend of good. theirs, yeah. yeah. Um, but if you, like, if you're doing it off of, like, sight. Okay, so... <laughs> Figaro. Look at the bottle or the can. Is there like a name on there, a brand or a logo mm-hmm. uh, that you could describe to someone in the bottle shop? Yeah. Um. What's the color of the liquid they're drinking? Yeah. Is it yellow, brown, red, whatever? Is it clear? Mm. Is it hazy? Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: If you can describe the beer to yeah. them, they might be able to then go. If you someone walked in, Phoebe, and said like, oh, they drink a lot of um like beers that i can't see through and it's very hate like you know, yeah. yellow you'd be like okay east coast you know
1: i mean yeah I mean, it is tricky because i know there, there are a lot of shades of yellow in there the are. beer industry um but you know if you have at least two answers that's to- a t-shirt there's a lot
0: of shades of yellow in the beer industry there
1: are. <laughs> i believe we've uh uh what have we stuff about urine what color how dehydrated we've done in the early episodes uh, yes yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think anything that you can see, yeah. um, if you, even if you've had a sip and it's disgusting, mm. just describing what you've experienced, stuff like that, you yeah. know, because they probably have tried to entice you into sipping one of the beers that they enjoy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think. I
0: that's, think that I think that's a good yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. So once you're able to kind of like isolate the the I guess the style at like the look of the beer that your friends drinking, you should be easily be able to. Um uh the, the for the person the beer shop or tap room to then recommend you something likewise um it is also kind of important yeah, another way of doing it is to find out the brands mm. so you kind of touched on this already in your point uh, that your friend drinks um you know like you said like look for any distinguishing logos like is it a little cloud mm. is it the picture of a monk why is that important
1: um because I mean more than likely the person in the box shop's going to know which brewery you're talking about just from the logo or mm. whatever and branding. Um and if they don't have that particular brewery in, they'll know a, a like a similar brewery if not better yeah. that they can recommend to you.
0: Sometimes as well like I I personally when I'm going to buy beers now I will try and buy something from a brewery or a style. I mean that the style is you know some people like sticking to one style but I might then try and buy something from a different brewery that I haven't had in a mm-hmm. while. Yeah. Because I quite like rotating around. I don't always like drinking stuff from Verdant or always drinking stuff from Northern Monk. Um, it's good to kind of experiment a little bit. So, yeah, it might be that you go, oh, they always drink a lot of cloud water, and the guy from the brewer- uh, tap room goes, oh, okay, we haven't got that much from cloud water. We do have a lot from cloud water, but here's another brewery yeah. that um, that's very doing very good things similar to that.
1: Yeah, he you might go. you might even be buying them their next favorite, like brewery beer, like yeah. brewery.
0: Mm, exactly. Uh, the next point I have to about is um, the importance of hops mm-hmm. that your friend likes in their beer. So once you've kind of isolated that, this is this is the beer they like. So I recently, um, I wanted to buy some beer for my dad. Um, my dad uh, likes um, Hazy Jane from Brewdog. And I wanted to buy him something similar because I know he really likes that that taste. So I went in and I found as as many of the hops in that drink as possible. And well, I went I to did, you. No, I did, but yeah. <laughs> no, I did. I sent you a list of them. Oh,
1: you did, sorry. I thought <laughs> you meant you went in and looked. Go on.
0: Check your snobbery at the door, please. <laughs> um, and I said to Phoebe, I said, here's the hops in that drink. I know the style. Can you recommend me something? And you were able to come and basically then go, here's a list of... Yeah, several different beers that we've got in right now that hit that criteria, and I was able to then choose. So why is why is that important then to to isolate the hops that your um your friend yeah might like?
1: So obviously not not everyone knows what hops they like, but mm. um if they do, it's you know worth finding out. Um, they all have different characteristics. Um. Not every brewery has them listed on their can. No, no. But, um, you know, it's always great when they do, though. Yeah, so yeah. you'll be able to read either on the front or the back of the can what hops are in the beer. And obviously, if it matches a hop that your friend likes, then, you know, you, they're going to like it.
0: Yeah. And on the flip side, it will also help you distinguish what hops your friend doesn't like. So there's... Uh, what, what's the famous hop that is a love it or hate it? It's a Marmite hop.
1: Uh, Sabro.
0: Sabro. Sabro. What is it? What So... Some people really like it, but the people that don't like it, why is it they don't like it?
1: Oh, all sorts of different reasons, but um, primarily Sabro has the characteristic of, like, coconut and lime. Right. So if you're not really a fan of those kind of flavour characteristics... Yeah. ...then, yeah, you'll probably like maybe something more spicy or... Mm. Yeah, like I say, every hop has a different characteristic, and most likely the...
0: Fig again. There's a a hop that I don't uh, necessarily like. I I I can't remember work out which one it is, but... Whenever I drink it, I would sometimes pull away kind of um, soap from it. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's an example of a hop being in a drink. There isn't necessarily a bad hop, it's just some people get a bad kind of taste from the hop itself. Yeah. So the next thing, uh, our last two points basically is how much can people expect this to cost them? So you get like I used supermarkets as an example earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could buy a can for £3. Are they expecting to? how much are they expecting to spend here
1: right well it's dependent uh on where you're shopping mm-hmm. because uh breweries are all over the country and world so um the independent bottle shops have got to kind of do their markup on yeah. you know how much does it costs them to get in and stuff um so it's going to be it's going to be more than the supermarkets it is because it's it's <laughs> Because it's not, it's not mass-produced. It's not mm. cheaply made yeah. at the end of the day. Um, but it, it's good stuff. You're paying for good liquid. Mm. You're paying for a, a brewery that's worked hard yeah. to create amazing beer. And you know, mm. it, that's a nice gift to someone to we- be like, I, I care about you, so I've spent money on a, on this.
0: That's true. But um, for example, like I'm thinking in terms of like actual prices. I think a lot of mm. people you, you put in four beers. And they think, oh, it's going to be maybe five to ten pounds. And you're in four beers and it will ring up around 20, 25 pounds, depending on it. Like if you're buying a a strong beer, which is actually a point I haven't said, which we will do yeah, next. Yeah, I was
1: literally about to say that. If, you,
0: if you're if you buying a strong beer, you know, around 6%, you are looking to be spending around five. five six pounds. A can. So don't be too surprised because, yes, you said you have a lot of people come in, they buy the cans, they, you price it up. Yeah. And then they go, how much?
1: Yeah, there there is an element of surprise there because people are just, they're used to buying beers from supermarkets and mm. um, from news agents, so but yeah.
0: The way I explained it to my friend, because he always said like, oh, don't you end up spending more money? And I say, when I go for a, when I when I know I'm going to go out to have a few drinks, to me, it's not about the amount of beers I'm going to get for that money. Mm-hmm. It's, I want to spend 10, 15, 20 quid tonight and I'm going to make what I drink fit within that budget. Yeah. And obviously it's easier when you're drinking out because you can, well, back in back in 2019, you know, you could have a third of something. Yeah. So it's a bit easier to stretch it. But that would go the same with cans. I go, I got 20 quid. I know I can get easily three cans in that, but they're going to be high quality cans. Mm-hmm. This is a quant- quality over quantity game here. Yeah. So don't think, oh, I've only bought two 9% stouts for my friend. Like, oh, it's not very much. It's like, they're really good quality beers. And they're
1: probably not going to drink both of those in the same night. Absolutely.
0: Those are a slow, slow (laughs) drinker over the course of like an hour each, basically. So, yeah. It's Uh, not,
1: you don't want to spend that money on a beer that they're just going to guzzle down and not have an experience with.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, Which then leads me on to the next point, which is, um, I've mentioned, percentage. Yes. So, we are very kind of like six percent is for us a kind of average average like five six percent we look at and go
1: we don't oh, even that's... really think about it it's... we do not
0: think about it but i realized very quickly when buying beers for um mm. mainly like my dad or people i work with that are slightly older than me and i'll buy them an eight percent beer and they'll go jeez yeah eight percent and they weren't even thinking about drinking that they won't even think about drinking that by themselves whereas mm. for me i'm like like even sharks 6.5% 6% I'm having that by myself like I ain't sharing that sort of thing like I so, say <laughs> tell <laughs> you me know, about it um it's you think about the person you're buying it for like what what percentage beers do they typically drink because you don't they might enjoy an 8%, yeah, but they might be slightly intimidated by that.
1: Yeah, and it's a case of, like, if you know what their drinking habits are like, do they drink, like, a few in an evening? Yeah. Do they just stick to the one? Then you'll kind of have an idea of a percentage that they tend to enjoy. Yeah. I guess, in my experience, yes, the kind of older generations are a bit shocked by the higher percentage. I think yeah. it's just because that's what's happening in the industry now. Yeah. Um. But like everyone's different, so p- some people might just enjoy something they can keep drinking, mm. um, but some people might just want not a nice heavy one.
0: Which then translates to the money side of things. Like mm. if you're spending, if if it's a table beer, low ABV beer, three percent to four percent, which most people are going to go four percent. That's not that, that's that's like maximum for a lot of people because that's you know session beer. But you'll be paying less for that beer. Whereas if you're buying an eight percent beer. It's going to cost you a bit yeah. more because of the alcohol content.
1: Yeah, alcohol content and, you know, obviously the ingredients.
0: Yeah, and I think the last the last question I have, which is, ah, oh, my friend drinks Brewdog, Hop House, but I can't find it here. Why Why is that?
1: Yeah, well, we've kind of mentioned this before, but um, you'll often see breweries come and go in small independents and in general mm. Um as soon as they start to go like you know big and mainstream yeah um and small bottle shops are not getting as much out of it mm. they they won't be stocking them anymore yeah. um even if they are still technically independent um it's just about the bottle shop and them getting the support they need and the income that they need mm. so yeah, that's basically you. You might not find it in there. Yeah, that doesn't mean there isn't something in there that's similar or better than. And you know, it's don't feel shamed. I mean, I used to go in and be like, "Oh, my partner likes Brewdog." Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know anything. I didn't know the backstory or anything. Blah blah blah. Um, but I didn't get like any kind of, you know, sassiness from anyone. It yeah. wasn't like, mm, It was just, "Oh, okay, yeah. So here's this. Yeah. Um, probably like this. So, mm. yeah."
0: That's definitely what helped me, you know, that that grow, basically. That was, I think everyone always puts, people in the craft beer industry, um, craft beer scene, sorry, not industry, industry is more working. Mm. But I think everyone always kind of, like, points to BrewDog as a kind of starting point for definitely. them. Definitely. Um, and, you know, I've met people that I remember asking me about, like, oh, do you not drink BrewDog anymore? Or, like, is that looked down upon? Yeah. And now, and then I went back and saw them this year, and they're now drinking, like, cloud water and stuff that, I drink. Yeah. So it's always, you know, it's 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 a good starting point for people and Definitely. it helps you kind of realize what you do and don't like about beer and then you can discover the rest of it and go, Wow, like yeah. this is incredible. But I'll still you know, I think everyone always says like if you're in a bar and you don't know like you don't recognise anything else and it's not and it's just, you know, I say don't recognise, you do recognise it but for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And you see brew dog, you're like, Well, I know what I'm getting.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing, they've done so much for the industry. I mean, this is kind of an episode in itself. But mm. for goodness sake, BrewDog got their own blooming bars now. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't need to be in like other shops according to them. So yeah. they've got their own bars.
0: They do. So I mean, if you really want to, you can probably find a BrewDog bar in your area, but it's it's worth using, brew, you know, if they drink BrewDog, then maybe it's, a, you know, and you're going into a beer shop expecting to find BrewDog. You won't. But what you might find is the same style beers but a better quality which might open your friend's eyes to different yeah. possibilities
1: they've essentially started their journey in the craft beer world yeah. and you're guiding them along
0: as a non-craft beer drinker yourself yeah. anyway i think that's pretty much all of our kind of points about how to help so. your shopping when it comes to buying presents to people if you have any questions let us know and we'll try and uh, get phoebe to answer them because um. i don't work in a beer shop
1: I do. Phoebe does though. <laughs>
0: uh, if you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Hello uh, High Hops Podcast. You can email us at hellohihops.gmail.com. at mm-hmm. You can follow Phoebe on Untapped as Phoebe Ward. Yep. We can see what she's drinking. Uh, what else do we do? You can find our podcast on Castbox, Spotify, iTunes,
1: Google, Google Play. Play,
0: or wherever, wherever good podcasts Most lie. Most
1: places. Most
0: places, it seems to be. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week with.
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I thought we did have an idea.
1: Uh, so yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, we do have an idea. Yeah. I don't like saying it though, in case we change our minds. Fair enough. Because we've done that already before.
0: That's true. Right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Goodbye.
1: Bye.